Welcome to Business Conversations with your host, business strategist, Clive Enever. Clive is joined by expert guests as they talk business behind the scenes to give you the tools and insights to support your growth, security and serenity as you strive for your success. Welcome to another episode of Business Conversations with Clive Enover. I am Clive Enover, business strategist, and we're having a conversation with Dennis Williams about keeping your money working for you. Dennis earned his MBA from the University of Hawaii and worked as an executive in operations, finance, and human resources for over 25 years. He is the creator of CashMap and the CashMap Blueprint, an eight-week coaching course which enables users to keep their dollars working 24-7 to achieve their goals sooner. Hello, Dennis, and welcome. Good evening. Thanks a lot for allowing me to be here. Absolute pleasure to have you on board. And you're saying good evening. I'm standing here looking out the window at sunshine. Where on earth have we found you geographically? I am in Bellingham, Washington, which is on the northern coast of Washington State, about 20 minutes from the Canadian border. So you've got a foot in both camps. You're uh, a little bit Canadian and a little bit American. I spend a lot of time over the border. At least I usually do. The border is closed right now because of COVID. <laughs> oh, yes, it's wonderful COVID. As, as we speak, I'm here in Victoria, Australia, and we're in another lockdown because it's getting away again. Never mind, we shall overcome all of that. What are you doing way up in the north of the United States? when I think you started out. You tell me where you started out. Wasn't it Hawaii? It was on the island of Kauai. Lived there with my wife and three kids for 27 years. And we made a decision that we liked the community and the private school over the border in Aldergrove, British Columbia. And so Bellingham was the closest spot and so while our kids were younger, we used to shuttle them over the border every day for school. <laughs> so they're not sure if they're Canadians, Hawaiians, or just Americans. Our youngest, when we moved here, was six. And so people would tease her and say, you were raised in Canada, but, but you slept in the States at night. I like it. <laughs> it's certainly a unique lifestyle that we've led, but it's it's worked out really well for us. And of course, the wonderful thing, Dennis, about you having a unique lifestyle is you're no different to anybody else, are you? Most definitely not. Simplicity is a beautiful thing. Keep it simple. And of course, if we look simply and closely at everybody, everybody has a unique lifestyle. That's right. That's exactly right. That's right. We all have a unique aspect to our life, right? We do. And at the end of the day, we're a herd animal. We're all the same. No, we're all different. That's right. That's right. Tell us about you started out in corporate world. There you were, operations, finance, human resources. What was all that about? Well, I've had a rather eclectic history. I graduated uh, with a Bachelor of Arts in Biology from Loma Linda University. I considered going on to med school, instead went on and got my MBA in finance. And when I finished, I, I had a conviction of wanting to do something to make a difference in people's lives and realized that I thought healthcare on the administration side would do that. So I started by working with the largest insurer in the state of Hawaii, which is it's called HMSA or Blue Cross Blue Shield of Hawaii. Worked for them for 18 years, did a variety of things from being involved with 
insurance operations to being a clinic administrator to starting a long-term care insurance plan for them. And then I moved on and uh, became a regional CFO for a couple of state hospitals in the state of Hawaii. And so that, so I, I really had the blessing of being able to be involved with healthcare from both sides, both from financing and from the, the delivery of care. So it, it, was, it was an awesome experience. And once we decided to move here to Washington State, then I was vice president of benefits and risk management for a, for a company um, that was the largest long-term care provider in, in the Northwest. And as a part of that, the owner owned a small mortgage company in which he then asked me to manage, which is when I ran into an account manager representing an Australian bank that you know well called Macquarie. And, yes, Macquarie uh, uh, has the nickname of the Millionaire Factory. Oh, oh, okay, that's a new one for me. The guy came in our office and wanted to do training with our loan officers and said, how would you like to show your customers how they can pay off their mortgage in half the time without changing their spending and the interest rate doesn't matter? And of course, on the face of it, I can see a whole lot of, of our viewers, uh, of our listeners, I should say, because we can't see them. I can, I can feel them rocking back on their heels going, that's not possible. And that's exactly what I thought. And actually, Clive, you're being kind. My first <laughs> thought was, this sounds like a scam. <laughs> So I proceeded to drag out my Excel worksheet and start playing around to prove for myself what this guy was saying. And in short, what he's saying is true. And making a long story short, I ended up developing a training program for the loan officers. They would bring customers in the room. I would do the presentation, close it. They'd give the rates since I'm not licensed and the way they go, a happy customer. But then we got hit with that big recession in 2007. So during a visit back home, I happened to show this to a couple of close friends of mine. One of them shared it with 20 of their friends in which none of them would believe it. They thought it was a multi-marketing scheme. <laughs> Isn't that often and, the way with things that are, are so simple that they don't fit within the paradigm of our brain that says everything's got to be complex, complicated, and because it's so simple, we want to dismiss it out of hand? That's exactly right. And the other part of it is they would go and kind of talk to their financial advisor and the financial advisor would say, I've never heard of that. That's not possible. You better be very careful. I went and talked to my banker. And of course, the bankers had never heard of it before. But well, the way it ended up working out was these couple of friends were so impressed when they realized what was driving it. They were the ones who offered money for me to create this application without me even asking. And uh, and that that's kind of how I got started creating CashMap 10 years ago. And so now that we've made clear to all our listeners that it's not a scam, it does work. And yes, for the benefit of those who are still on the fence, I ran across this 30 years ago and it worked then, it works now. So tell us, what is CashMap? CashMap, what it has evolved to is a... Uh, it's actually the only finance app like it in either Google Play or in the Apple Store. It works both on the tablet as well as on your iPhone or Android smart device. And it enables people to just, it captures your current spending, what you're currently doing, because the objective of it is to take where you are, we don't use that dirty word budget, and then you apply the assumptions that you want to your scenario, and it will in turn tell you where you will be over the next 5 to 25, 30 years. 
by just reapplying the same application. So, and a part of that is visualizing the power of compounding that most people never can get their hands around. So that's one objective. Another objective is, is for most of us, when we get paid, we leave our cash sitting in a checking account doing absolutely nothing, which is wonderful for the bank. And so what we teach is if you were to put that money to work, and so you're not putting it at risk, here's the compounding impact that that will have for you that can assist you both in accelerating getting rid of a debt so that you can literally save yourself thousands of dollars of interest. And when I say debt, I just don't mean a mortgage. Literally, it's any debt cash maps designed to take and enable you to apply and see what it'll do for you. And then, of course, as that debt gets paid off, you choose the return you want on your savings. And now with that loan paid off, you see that cash applied to savings. And of course, the savings just explodes. So in turn, by being able to identify what's really most important that you want to achieve in life and know what it's going to cost, and that's one of the things we do in the coaching course that I've created, is many, most people have never done that before. So in other words, the question I ask them is, in what are the things that you want to do in the next 5, 10, 15 years that if you don't achieve them, you'd be kicking yourself in the bum? And they never thought of it before, but when they take that, identify it, prioritize it. I call that bringing your future into your present. And now you can create your own cash map and you know exactly when you'll be able to get that achieved. And usually, matter of fact, always it's earlier than you thought it ever was possible. And once somebody starts with their current spending, now all of a sudden they can say, well, what if I did this instead? Or what if I did that instead? Or what if I increase my income? Or what if I reduce my expenses. And you can save each one, see what the difference is, and then decide what course of action that you want to take. So that's kind of what the purpose of the application is. And in making it work, as you mentioned, you're not using that dirty word budget, because apparently most of us have enormous difficulty with the idea of budgeting. But just to go over that again, what's the typical reduction in, if I have a mortgage that I think, okay, I'd like to be able to pay that off a bit earlier, and I use your concept to do it, what might I cut that by? Would I cut it by a third? Would I cut it by a half? Would I cut 10% of it? The application requires you at least have $100 left after you pay all your bills. And even with just $100, I've seen the mortgage cut by 12 to 14 years. Just with a hundred bucks. So now, 12 to 14 years off a, what, a typically 30-year 30 30, mortgage? 30-year mortgage, yeah. Yeah. So to make that even more simple, about half of what you would, or the time that you would be paying the mortgage, that's not getting paid on the mortgage anymore. It's uh, yours to choose something else. And that's where the interest savings come, right? So it's not unusual for somebody to save $50,000 in interest costs. And I've seen it, I ran somebody's numbers last week, and it was over $200,000 that they were going to save and be able, they, they are just refinanced their mortgage. And we were talking about $590,000 in debt. And they were looking at having it all paid off in 10 years. Which is a pretty good outcome. Yes, that's exactly right. And so I have another little phrase, which you've kind of touched on already. And that is as far as the little things. And so my phrase is, small changes bring big results. Indeed, they do. We just need to focus on what are the things that we need to change. And 
Does your app help us figure that out? Yes, it does, because you literally can create as many scenarios as you want and save them without having to re-input them. So you can create your scenario, see what the outcome is, save it, create another one, look at the difference and say, oh my goodness. Like for example, if somebody was to say, gee, you know, I really like that new car. No, the present one is fine. I've had it for three years, but you know, I always get a new one every four years. Ah, what difference does it make? Well, you can decide to say, well, what happens if I was to postpone it for two years before I went and did that? and see exactly what the long-term impact is. And then you can ask the question, doing that versus perhaps something else that's more important, do I want to defer that? Or do I really want to do this particular item now? So you can actually be using CashMap to look at decisions you're considering before you ever do it and have a good sense of, you know, maybe I don't want to do that. And because you not, now you know what the effect is going to be. So that's the part of CashMap that I'm not aware of any other app in the market that gives the user that kind of vision to be able to do it. And it's not merely an app that's driven toward a mortgage. It's literally for any kind of debt. And of course, if you don't have debt, you can use it to identify potential savings that you can put to growing further assets. Yes, I'll have to be totally transparent. We do start with the idea that there's some debt to get rid of, but I would argue you can fool the app and put something in there that's a very small debt just to get it to do what you want it to do. <laughs> <laughs> because the principle underlying it isn't just for getting rid of debt, it also applies to growing your savings too. If I want to use your app, do I need to know anything more than this is who I am, this is what I spend? That's it. I don't need You're an MBA? Nope. That's all, all you all you need to know is here's my current spending and away you go. So if that gives me such clear information, what's been your experience since you created this uh, of the people who have used it? Do they make better decisions? The uniform feedback that I get, it brings such clarity to their choices that they had never had before. There is another element of it as well that I haven't touched on that's equally important. And I'll turn around and ask you this question. If you could find an Australian bank to pay you 20% interest on your money, how would you manage your cash? With great excitement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My guess would be is you would put your money in that bank as quickly as you could, right? Yeah, before it vanished, because we are in Australia. So that would be number one. And then number two, when would you make a withdrawal? Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Bingo. Or if you had to do it, it would be at the very end of the billing cycle that the bank uses, mm. right? So we apply the same recommendation to folks that they reschedule the timing they pay their bills so that in effect, they are minimizing any interest costs that they're having to pay. And so we are now depriving the bank of an opportunity to make money off of our money and minimize the interest that we pay them. So we can minimize the interest that we pay. We can maximize the benefit we get through discipline. Yes, that's it. That's the it, whole story. It's sounding far too simple. It's got to be more complicated than that, Dennis. What's, where's the catch? Let me try working out and see if I can't make it more complicated. Actually, there are two skills that you have to have if you're going to be successful. And, and I don't know, Clive, if you can handle this. The first one is you have to know how to make a deposit in your bank account. Okay, we've covered that one. Okay. And the other one is 
then you have to know how to move money from the line of credit back into your bank account to pay your bills. We can probably manage that. There are the two high finance skills that you have to master. So essentially, it really is a matter of a person applying a simple bit of logic to what their expenses are compared to what it is that they want to achieve. And people can, as a result of that, achieve far more, far more quickly. That's it. And the beauty of it is, Clive, this is the strategy that banks use all the time. It's not new to the bank and it's not new to big business. It's simply not been offered to consumers. Yes, as I mentioned earlier, I actually ran across this way back in the the 90s. And it has surprised me that so few people take advantage of it. Do you have a theory... Dennis, about why it is that people don't take advantage of things like this? Well, actually, yeah, it's not even just a theory. I'll I'll tell you another little story. When I was still at the mortgage company, and at this point, I had cash map as an Excel worksheet that I'd created. And I had a customer who had been crushed by one of those big construction cranes, and they didn't think he was going to live, and they certainly didn't think he was going to walk again, and he did both. And so he had to declare bankruptcy because of his medical bills. And so when he applied to refinance his home, he went to U.S. Bank, as you would expect for somebody who had declared bankruptcy, they rejected him. So I decided to to bring him into my regional bank called Banner Bank here in the Northwest. It's called, um, yeah, Banner Bank. And I made an appointment with my banker and proceeded to basically show her what I wanted to do. And she looked at it. Her name is Mary Kay Robinson. And she said, you know, Dennis, I know all about, in the States, they use the term average daily balance. In Australia, you use the daily interest. It's it's the same thing. Um, and she said, nobody talks about the implications on how you manage your cash. And so she took a couple of my spreadsheets, attached it to his application, sent it in. The underwriters were absolutely intrigued. They approved him and actually gave him more money than he was asking for. I can't tell you how ecstatic he was. Meanwhile, Mary Kay went to her superiors and said, I'd like to do a couple seminars with some of our clients just to look at what Dennis has done. One of them was my now CPA. He sat there and he said, you know what? We're not taught this in training, but he's absolutely right. And so the unfortunate challenge is that when most people see the results, they're so dramatic. You know, the saying goes, if it's too good to be true, it usually means it's not. But And so when they go and talk to their professional um, advisor, they don't know anymore either because they weren't taught it. And then lastly, what happens is I have another good buddy of mine who got his PhD in nurse psychiatry from Yale, Canadian. He pulled me aside. He said, Dennis, you explained this to me. I felt so stupid because it's so easy. Why didn't I get this? So there's a little bit of pride here as well saying, how could I possibly be letting all this cash slip through my fingers? I'm not stupid. And therefore, people don't investigate. Now, a lot of the people who are going to be listening to our podcast conversation here will be business people. And of course, mostly what we've been talking about is having a mortgage. Can business people make use of this? Well, too many, too many business people who have a business line of credit. And this is what most people also do. They get a line of credit, make a withdrawal and use it for whatever, and let it sit there all month long at the balance that they did the withdrawal. Meanwhile, they've got 
cash income coming into their checking account and they're letting it sit there for the bank's benefit instead of saying, wait a second, let's take all that income and move it into the line of credit to lower the balance so that we don't pay the, as much interest on it. And then when we need to pay our bills, let's move it back to the checking account and that will dramatically lower the interest cost. So that would be my tip for any business person listening. If you have a line of credit, as soon as you, as soon as you get income that comes in, it ought to be going to that line of credit to minimize the daily interest charge that you're getting hit so that you're paying minimal interest by putting your income to work. Essentially, you're saying we can reduce our expenses just by better utilizing the money that we already have sitting in there. That's exactly right. Too simple, Dennis. Too simple. It's my apologies. <laughs> I'll try to do better next time. Clive. <laughs> the wonderful thing I've learned, learned through life, Dennis, is that most of the best things are simple. The simple things are usually best. And I can't find a different way of saying that. But look, your app, it sounds to me like there's far too few people aware of it. And hopefully there'll be more people aware of it from as a result of our conversation today. And make use of simple means of utilizing our cash better to better for us. Give us That's better right. results. Because too many, particularly people in small business, seem to be stressing about money. So we've got to learn to make better use of it. How are you promoting this to make sure that more and more people make better use of it because we're not taught about this in school and even you mentioned earlier a lot of people who've gone through training in banking and accounting they're not taught about it so because of the issue that this is new and people aren't familiar with it and they don't know me I've kind of come to the reality that I'm not a household name honestly I don't ever want to be a household name so it's all good so what I would prefer to do is connect with other professionals in a variety of areas who customers trust them and therefore they can share this and in turn have the distinction of, of bringing another tool to their customers in order to enhance their lives. So I'm heavily involved with beginning to use LinkedIn to begin to do that. I also have I've created a series of live webinars in which people can enroll for a free webinar for an hour in which I'll walk through it. The other item that I'm addressing is many people just, they're just not comfortable. And so I've actually created an eight-week coaching class to literally guide them step-by-step step through the process so that they, they gain the comfort and it also includes lifetime coaching. Excellent. Wonderful way for people to figure out how to get a better result. At the end of the day, we're only here for one time. We only get one shot at it. We can do all sorts of things along the journey, but the more we do better, the better we do, don't we? There you go. And then, you know, the best way to market is by a referral. And so on that point, you know, like those who take the coaching class, if they share it with someone else and they decide to join it, then I give them a 10% rebate on the cost that they paid as a way of being able to encourage them to spread the good news. There you go. It's better for everybody all the way around. That's a whole lot better than doing Facebook ads. <laughs> Indeed. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, we could go on and talk about this for a long time because we could get into the nitty gritty, but we don't want to do that. We just want to alert people to the fact that you're there and you created a business helping people do better. And essentially that's why people are in business, isn't it, Dennis? There you go. We could talk for a long time, but the clock is against us. Before I let you go, however, what is the best tip you have received from a business conversation? The best tip that I've received from a business conversation has been learn to listen and ask questions. 
And it's that simple. It's that simple. Excellent. What's the top piece of advice you would like to leave listeners with today, Dennis? Money management is simple. Don't let it intimidate you. If you don't understand what somebody's telling you, ask them. Don't let them get away with pulling the wool over your eyes because finance is easy. Excellent advice. And most importantly, Dennis, how can our listeners connect with you to start their own business conversation? Well, my website is www.cashmapapp.com. You can also have another URL called uh, Book a Time with Dennis. And but, but I would say just go to my website. There'll be a spot where you can book a time to meet with me. And I will look forward to be able to spend a half hour just connecting and asking, uh, a lot, listening to questions over what people might have in order to move them to the next step. Excellent. And cashmapapp.com is just that, cashmapapp.com app two p's on app one p on map correct (laughs) and similarly i would add is i've got a bunch of youtube videos and people want to watch and learn more that i've done the youtube channel is cash map app so you can go there and i hope you hit subscribe and make a positive comment i'd love it and i'll appreciate any learning that you leave for me in a comment that i can do better there you go excellent thank you for being here dennis thank you Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Conversations with Clive Enever. Make sure you subscribe to future episodes via your favourite podcast app and you can find more business resources at cliveenever.com.au.